Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. Okay, sometimes we have to clean up the mental mess in ways that we maybe kind of can feel a little bit guilty about and how to deal with draining people is the topic of today's podcast. And sometimes people do drain us and sometimes we can feel a little bit guilty about the fact that they are draining us and then we allow them to drain us even more. The important thing is there are people in your life that drain you. You don't have to feel guilty. The important thing is that you acknowledge how you feel in order to then manage how you feel because the draining plus the guilt is going to make you feel even worse. And eventually you're going to say the wrong thing anyway because that creates chronic stress in you and chronic stress besides the fact that it damages your brain and body and makes you feel awful and all those things that you hear me talk about so much. It is really not going to help you formulate the right response to that person or manage that situation. And then all kinds of things you avoid and or they could lead to big arguments or things like that. So number one is to recognize and acknowledge that there is a, a person or persons that are draining you. In acknowledging, I understand that that could be someone in your family. Someone in your family, it could be a close friend, it could be a colleague at work. So it could be any number of situations where that's occurring. And it may be not very easy to kind of get away from it. So you need to be able to build in some protective mechanisms. And this is where mind management is amazing. Your mind is driving everything. Your wise mind, which is in your non-conscious deepest part of your mind, is basically helping guide the messy mind. So in the midst of the draining moment, our messy mind is going to be dominating. But if we can apply mind management, we can stand back for a moment and we can get the messy mind to listen to the wise mind and get ourselves into a better mind-brain-body state or psychoneurobiological state where our neurophysiology works for us, not against us. But that does take a bit of work. So first step is, obviously, I'm going to tell you, do a neurocycle because the neurocycle is how we drive our mind in the right direction. It's how we recognize that the mind is messy, give ourselves permission to be messy, and then manage that messiness. So it's tuning in consciously and deliberately to seeing how our messy mind is operating, which is totally normal and okay, but then managing that because you don't want to stay in that mess because that's what will make it worse. So in this case, we are talking about the messiness that a draining person has on our lives. So in the neurocycle, there's five steps. For those of you that have never used a neurocycle before, you can find out more about it by listening to this podcast. You can go and get my neurocycle app. We'll put the link in the show, in the show notes. And you can get my latest book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, and I talk about it there. It's a system that I've developed that is how you capture your thoughts and drive your brain and mind-brain-body mind, connection in the right direction and basically rewire patterns in our life and rewire habits. If you're hearing this, you've probably taken supplements at some point in your life. You're probably taking them right now. We all know that our bodies need them, but you've never been able to identify exactly what your body needs. Let's face it, most people don't get all the nutrients they need through food alone. I've personally spent a lot of money over the years on supplements to address this issue, but it's never felt like an exact science. How do I know precisely what my body needs and how do I align that with my evolving physical and mental health goals? Wouldn't you like to feel confident that the supplements delivered to your doorstep are tailored to your unique nutrition and metabolic profile? This is why I love ELO, which uses a combination of at-home blood biomarker testing, Apple Health data and dietitian support to determine exactly the right supplements just for you. 
and delivers them every month to your door in convenient daily packets. They take the guesswork out of finding the right supplements by taking into account your blood biomarker values, health history and wellness goals to determine the optimal supplement formulation just for you. Indeed, they've combed over the latest scientific literature so you don't have to. Each supplement in your packet is custom dosed based on your unique profile underpinned by a firm foundation of science. Plus ELO evolves your daily supplement packet as your goals and needs change. Every ELO member is paid with a registered dietitian for ongoing support and supplement recalibration. I also love that ELO supplements are third-party tested so you can feel confident that what you see on the nutrition label is what you get in your daily packets. It's time to start taking supplements that are tailored to you. Get your free blood biomarker test at $200 value by going to elo.health and entering the code DRLEAF. That's E-L-O dot health and enter the code DRLEAF for a free blood biomarker test. The link and details will be in the show notes. Back to the draining people. First step in the neurocycle is to gather awareness. So what you want to do is gather awareness of how you're feeling physically. How is this playing out in your body? How is this playing out in, in the words and actions that you are, what you're saying and doing and how you are looking at things, your perspective. So you first gather awareness of that. So it will be kind of like this is where your acknowledgement comes in. I am feeling totally drained and frustrated. It's making my body tired. I feel like just like heavy. I'm getting starting to feel almost like I want to snap and get and say something sarcastic. I'm just making this up, okay? And I'm looking at the situation as I'm dreading interaction with this person. So by saying those four sentences, gathering awareness of those four signals, warning signals, your emotions, your bodily sensations, your perspective and your behaviors, you are now bringing that into the conscious mind, tapping that the, the, this, you're bringing the source and the, the thought into the conscious mind. It's weakening. And now you can access that, that, that action means you can access the wisdom of the non-conscious mind to help you to take advantage of the fact that this thought is now destabilized. Because as soon as you are consciously aware of something, the thought will start to destabilize. Okay, so now that you've gathered awareness, you can say, you ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling like this? You start a focused reflection, you start reflecting. And it asks yourself at least three whys. So why do I feel drained? And why am I saying this? Well, I'm with this person and I think it's this person or these persons and it's because they're saying this and this and this and why does that make you feel drained because it makes me do this and this and why does that make you feel drained because I don't ever seem to be able to turn around and have a break or whatever it is. So you do. So the next step then is to ask yourself the why and then the next step is write it down. So get a journal, okay, I've got my neurocycle journal, you write that down, you have to obviously do this Take some time separately. Do this away from the person. So maybe just go into a room or separate, go somewhere in the office that you can just have a little space or something or do it when you get home at night or something. But to sit down and take a, you know, take a 10-minute time period to do this, 10 to 15 minutes. And then write that down. And I talk about writing in the form of a metacog. You can go see in the NeuroCycle app and more about that in the book, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. But write it down. If you don't know what a, neuro, a metacog is, just write everything down that you those. But the sentence, the four sentences you created for the gather awareness, and then the the, the reflection, and the reflection leading to whatever the, whatever the words were, and then you start your recheck. That's the step number four. So you look at what you've written, and what you've written down is what you gathered awareness of and you reflected on. And as you're writing it down, more stuff will come up because as soon as you start writing what you've gathered and reflected on, all kinds of things start coming up. 
and then you look at what you've written. And there, the story will be there. And in the, in the recheck, it, what is a good idea is to take another color pen, and then you start looking and saying, okay, well, it's this person, it happens, it, this seems to be a pattern, it seems to be happening at this time of the day, and that's when I'm particularly tired. And they say this kind of thing, and it's and what's really getting me is it's, it's I've listened to this thing twenty or thirty times, and I've and I've really sympathised, and I've really had empathy, and I've made some suggestions, and I've tried not to tell them what to do, and yet I'm hearing the same thing. It just feels like no growth is happening, so it's so draining. Or they seem to complain about the same thing over and over that I'm, and I can see that I'm dreading going there because of that. So just you know, look look at it. So look at what read what you've written, say it out loud. And then say, but how could I shift this? How, this is what's happening. Now, what can I do about it? So the big thing with the recheck is you reading back your story of what you gathered awareness, reflected on and wrote down. And as you're looking at that, more words will come up and you'll start seeing the patterns and the triggers, when it's happening, how often it's happening. What is it specifically about that's draining? And once you've got that data, you can then say, well, what could I do differently? So in your recheck, check step which is where you are reconceptualizing this has happened what can i do about it how can i see this differently how can i relook at this concept how can i change the way i conceptualize this i can't change them but i can change my reaction i can change how to make it easier for me so i'm not so drained so the sorts of things that you can do and these are five basic steps that i put in that you can apply in this reconceptualization this, there's five things that reconceptualizations that you can apply in this recheck step, okay? And this first one is you could say, okay, well, I could limit my exposure to these people. I don't need to give unlimited access to anyone. That's unrealistic, but you know, so often in a friendship or a family relationship, or if you are the people pleaser or the empathizer, or you have religious trauma and you're being told you've always got to give, 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 or whatever the reason, there's a different reason for each of us. You do not have to give unlimited access to you to anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. It's not healthy. Even if you have a healthy relationship with someone, unlimited access isn't good because it, never, it means that you never have time for yourself. So then look at that in your recheck and say, am I giving unlimited access here? And if that's the case, how can I limit the access? And then, oh, I feel a bit guilty because I should give limited access. Well, then ask yourself in the recheck, why should you give limited access? I mean, unlimited access. Why is that unhealthy? Can you not see it's draining you? Look at the impact that it's having on how you're functioning. So ask yourself some of those kinds of questions. Where's this need that I have to? Who told you you have to? You know, that's what you deal with in, the, in, that, in that recheck section, that fourth step. Then the next thing you can say is you can take charge of the conversation. You are allowed to say no to topics and redirect. So then you can ask yourself, are you taking charge of the conversation or is that person driving the conversation? Have you ever stopped to say, hey, yeah, I've heard this before. I've heard you say this before. You know, maybe let's talk about something else or let's talk about the solutions that you've applied or something. So, or, or are you just letting them talk? So in your reconceptualization, look at your pattern. Are you redirecting the conversation? Have you redirected the conversation? Can you redirect the conversation more if you've only done it once or twice? Even if you feel guilty, remember the guilt is not what you have to feel here. The guilt, you take that guilt energy and you turn that into redirected, reconceptualized energy to help you deal with how that feeling of being drained. Okay. And think, okay, you could say no to topics. You can say, okay, when they bring up that particular topic and you do this in your, in your journal, in your recheck, say, yeah, I want to redirect it because there's one topic that they keep bringing up that drives me nuts. 
And we've discussed this so often and we're just going in the same circle all the time. So when they bring up that topic, what can I do? Okay, they're also interested in something else. Let me see if I can take charge of the conversation and redirect it in another direction. So they keep talking about that same person and what that person's done to you. You can redirect that topic into, hey, let's talk about that amazing conversation that you told me that you had with your whatever, husband, friend, whatever. So redirect it to another topic or redirect it to, hey, did you read? Did you read about this or did you hear about this? Or I listened to this incredible podcast. Did you know this? Redirect, find another topic. So write that down. What could you what could you redirect the topic to be? What are some things that you could write down now that when you're in that situation, you don't have to try and suck something out of out of the air, that you've got some a little plan in place for something that you know would grab their interest and distract them and get them off that same draining topic and get them focused on something else. Or you talking and them listening to you. So make sure that you're interested in the topic that you redirected to. 70 million Americans have chronic sleep issues and 50% of Americans deal with sleep deprivation. You've probably dealt with this at some point in your life and I know how difficult it can be. One of my favorite brands, Ned, is here to help with their incredible new product, Shut Eye Chai. It's inspired by 5,000 years of ancient healing tradition and is Ned's biggest product launch to date. It's a mellow super blend latte for sleep that combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium. Seriously the best ingredients out there wrapped in a heavenly masala chai-inspired spice body. Think cinnamon, clove, ginger, all that good stuff. It doesn't just set you up for amazing sleep. Ingredients like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha are deeply nourishing to your body, so you're getting a ton of additional benefits as well. Plus, It's crafted from the highest grade single origin ingredients ethically sourced from some of the world's best small scale farms. It's all natural, made exclusively from functional botanicals, fungi, herbs, plants, minerals, roots and spices and does not contain CBD, caffeine, melatonin or dairy. I love drinking a cup of shut eye chai just before bed with some coconut milk. It is delicious and helps me fall asleep faster and wake up less. Indeed. Since I started this nightly ritual, my mind feels sharper and I'm getting consistent quality sleep. Discover how Shut Eye Chai can revolutionize your sleep and get 15% off with the code Dr. Leaf. Go to helloned.com forward slash Dr. Leaf or enter the code Dr. Leaf at checkout. That's H E L L O N E D dot com slash Dr. Leaf to get 15% off. Sweet dreams. The link and details will be in the show notes. A third thing that you can do in this recheck, in your recheck, which is planning what you're going to do, is don't feed the quick conversation by asking more questions. Oh my gosh, this is such a good one. And this is something that I've done naturally as a therapist. I've been in situations where I'm with a friend and, you know, and by mistake, and I can kick myself, I ask a question that actually prompts them to carry on. So don't feed, and I fed the conversation, then I had to sit and listen. So then I had to do a lot of redirecting of conversations and changing of topics. And it was really quite hard And I had to sort of deal with a lot of listening before I could get to that point. So if a person's doing the constant draining, stay in the same topic, whatever, don't ask a question that's going to feed that. Okay, so now in your recheck, what is a potential question that you have asked that led to them draining you even more, that kind of continued the conversation? And find that question, write it down and tell yourself, this is the question I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask these kinds of questions. You see, by doing this, you are wiring into your brain a network. So when you're in that situation next time, you've got this little plan in place that you've done with a neurocycle. Okay, now another thing you can do 
is you, you can explore why they are draining and why it's impacting you. And that may be very useful information to unpack. So a lot of that would have been revealed as you did the gather awareness to reflect and the right. And in this right recheck step, you can actually say, well, why is this happening? What is it specifically about this person and what they're saying that is draining me? Maybe it's something that they're triggering in me and that's what's draining. And maybe I need to work on that or I need to say, hey, listen, this is a very triggering topic. Do you mind if we don't talk about this now? And if you can maybe talk about this to someone else or whatever. So do the exploring and see, you know, why is it draining? Why is that specific topic? Why is that person draining? It could be the person and the topic. It could be just the person. It could be the topic. So doing the workaround and the recheck is where you can see that in more depth because you've gathered the data in the first three steps and then you can start redirecting. Another one is, and I've mentioned this a couple of times, but I'm going into it more specifically, is don't let the guilt of saying no or putting boundaries be another reason you feel drained. Okay, so let me really emphasize that because when you feel guilty, guilty is an, is an emotion that is actually very useful because you can say, first of all, why am I feeling guilty? As soon as you say that, you can then redirect and reconceptualize the guilt. And you'll say something like, I'm feeling guilty because I feel like I should be helping this person. And you can say, why? Why should you be helping? Well, it's kind. Okay, that's great. How many times have you helped that person? Is it actually moving them forward? Maybe, you know, distracting them or giving them another direction, another topic or something is actually better. So in other words, you take that guilt feeling and you use the energy from that guilt feeling, which is draining your battery dry, and you redirect it into the solution in the recheck. So guilt, you, it, it may start with you saying something like, I don't have to feel guilty if I'm feeling drained and I feel like I need to have a break from this. And you may have to tell yourself a few times, I don't have to feel guilty. And write that down. You don't have to feel guilty. It doesn't mean you're being unkind. In fact, you're being actually unkind to yourself. And if, you don't have un, if you're unkind to yourself, eventually you'll wear yourself out. You're not going to be kind to them. You're going to say something that's going to really be the wrong thing or do something that's going to be more hurtful than if you redirect it at the situation. Staying hydrated is important for mind, brain and body health. In fact, 60% of our bodies are made of water. I am always looking for ways to make drinking water easier. So I don't even have to think about it. But if you're like me, you probably don't trust your tap water. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in its tap water. That's why you've got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home from insulation-free countertop purifiers to higher capacity under-the-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi connected purifier and mineral boost options. AquaTrue's propriety purification technology is independently tested and certified to NSF standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs, known as forever chemicals, nitrate and many more. I can truly taste the difference compared with my old water filter. It's the same technology used by all the major bottled water brands, but now it's available for your home and without the plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And for a limited time, my listeners receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. 
just go to aquatru.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code Dr. Leaf at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use the code Dr. Leaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. And also in dealing with training people in this recheck phase, this step, this step four going through these little ideas that I'm giving you, one of the things you're going to do is set up boundaries. You're going to have to do you know, the famous boundaries. You're going to have to sort of say like, I, you're not cutting them off, but you're going to have to say, I can't talk about this now. Or we've spoken about this so often that maybe if you try this first, then we talk about it when you've tried that. That's the kind of boundary I'm talking about. Not a boundary that gives you the permission to be nasty to that person or unkind or cut them off. It's Boundaries are all about gentleness and kindness and protecting both you and the other person. And yes, you have to be firm. You have to put yourself first. People will push boundaries. We know all of that. There's so much stuff out there about boundaries and I've done podcasts on boundaries. But sometimes we have a lot of guilt around the boundary. So if you put up that, if you say, okay, I need this, this is my boundary, this is what I need, in order. this is the space I need to create, and how can I do that as gently as possible, and how can I firmly stick to that? Write that all down in your recheck, okay? And you need to honor your boundaries, that's really important. You need to honor your mental health first. And it's not that you're being selfish. I'm not encouraging any of us to be selfish. We're naturally empathic as humans. We, we Relationship is vital. Relationship with yourself first is vital. And when you build a good relationship with yourself, your kindness, your empathy, your ability to tune into others and have good relationships with others will then improve. But if you're not feeding yourself, you're draining yourself, you're unkind to yourself, you are not authentic with yourself, you're actually completely wearing out the core of who you are, that will translate into poor relationships. And eventually you'll crack and whatever, all kinds of things will go wrong. Okay, well, I hope this has helped you. And now from there, from the recheck, you go to the active reach. So whatever you've written in the recheck is you're going to take whatever plan, whatever, whichever one of these ideas I gave you, like limit your exposure, don't give, you don't need to give unlimited access, take charge of the conversation, you're allowed to say no to topics and redirect, don't feed the conversation by asking more questions, explore why they are draining and why it's impacting you. There may be useful information to unpack for you. Don't let the guilt of saying no or putting up boundaries be another reason you feel drained. Honor your mental health first. You know, those once you've gathered awareness, reflected and written, you're going to really spend a lot of time in the recheck writing and working around whichever one of those is relevant. Maybe all of them are, maybe just one. Maybe those stimulate a whole bunch of other things that you can do. Then from there, you're going to work out your action plans. Your active reach is, okay, I've selected these two things and this is what I'm going to try out next time. And if that doesn't work, you can come back to the drawing board and look at your other ideas or go through the cycle again and work it out. And so you continue the cycle. If you go, if you don't follow me on social media, I recommend you do go look at this particular post, how to deal with draining people and look at the responses. People, in addition to these that I've given you, some people came up with some really, really good ideas that may also help you in dealing with draining people. So thanks for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. 
I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.